0: everyone welcome to the re0 podcast where today we're going to be talking about re0 arc 4 chapter 122 entitled booming reunion And if you don't know already, the ReZero podcast is a podcast where we go over all of Arc 4, the visual novel, and this month of September we are celebrating three years of ReZero podcast. That's right, this podcast has been around for three years with over 40 or 50 podcasts, one of those numbers. So if you could, before we even get into this, leave a like on this video, subscribe and ring the bell, and celebrate three years of the Rezero podcast, along with me. So before that, I I gotta tell you, I'm going solo again. This time for the Rezero podcast. But next week, we're going to have a special guest for the Rezero podcast, and I think you guys are gonna love that guest. I will. I'll I'll leave it up to uh, to um, him to show up and, and introduce himself on the next episode for you guys to find out. So with that being said, let's get all of this out of the way and dive right into Re:Zero Arc 4, chapter 122. So we start off this chapter with Petra's creep through the mansion with Frederica. Um, so this first sequence is pretty interesting because this actually while it's it's diving a lot into what is currently happening with, with what we've always known to happen, which is Elsa is coming to the mansion. This is leading up to the moment that it's going to happen. But what I, fo- I found so interesting about this chapter was that we actually kind of focus on Petra a lot at the very beginning and actually somewhat near the end of this chapter, which, you know, I'm all for any sort of background character getting any sort of development, and Petra is kind of like... She's a really good character for what she is, and every time she's on screen, usually everybody is interested, and every time you see her in a chapter, everybody usually is interested in her. I mean, she has some of the most wholesome interactions with Subaru. But in this, we learn that as a kid, well she's still a kid, but well don't let her don't don't let, don't let her uh uh know that I said that. But Petra considered the mansion to be out of reach as a kid you know as a kid she didn't really think much of roswell either and people didn't really think much of him either they were happy about him he seemed pretty nice he'd come in his free time the only thing people really did make fun of at all if they made fun of anything was his way of dress but petra wanted to as a kid move to the capital to make clothes and that's because from childhood she she knew how to give up on her dreams and that was that was her next dream, right? That was her next best thing. Her actual dream was really just to work in this mansion with Roswell, and after she gave up on that dream, which is going off by what this dialogue says, is something that she does quite often in her life so far, her young life of giving up on dreams over and over, being asked to work at the mansion, this this delighted her. This, this gave her purpose, this gave her meaning, but also... It delighted her because she would be able to work with Subaru in the mansion, which is a big thing for her as she has a crush on Subaru as we've established because Subaru saved her that one time in the forest. And her employment at this mansion was simply the start of this dreamlike life for Petra. She always, always wished she would be at this point to be able to You know, say that she works at the mansion. She's always dreamed of that. And now she finally has. And at this moment, the mansion that was like a dream to her. So far out of reach, socially speaking, and, and, you know with no means to work there now that she's finally there, that mansion that, that she's so proud of to be there working is now terrifying her because the lights have went out and they don't know what's going on and there may be some sort of threat in the mansion. But we get even more interesting tidbits like how Petra and Frederica are always everyday preparing Biko meals, which always fail to get to her. She never actually get those meals. And Petra at this point, she's worked at the mansion for a little bit, but she's she's wondering if, if Biko ever even existed to begin with. It's, you know, F- Frederica knows about Biko, Subaru knows about Biko. They both talk to her, but Petra hasn't. And to her, Biko is just this name that she hears that... Well, people that she looks up to knows, so she does what she can for this person she's never speak of. And also some more tidbits, while Biko never seems to eat, we also, I guess Rem never eats meals either, because nobody ever feeds Rem. And that makes me wonder why that is. I wonder if that has something to do with Rem being a Oni. Maybe she, because of her vast monopoles, maybe she doesn't need any kind of food but we get in this little tidbit that yeah rim never eats meals which is really interesting so that really kind of that's always something i thought of like well well, how does rim eat if she doesn't eat she's gonna starve right but i guess i guess she just doesn't need to eat so we got that plot hole answered i guess and and the the way Petra feels about Rim is rather interesting because Petra remembers that look that Subaru gave Rim and how how important you know this woman is to Subaru. And because of that, Petra believes that she must save Rim and she she must do what's in her power that, you know, right now that the mansion is under siege by somebody, something, some group. And Petra wants to save Rim, and I I find that really like brave of her to do so. You know, she's she's going. She's just a twelve-year-old. She's just she's just a little girl. She's a kid. Once again, don't don't let her don't don't tell her I said that. But you know, it's important to see that that Petra is a person that will go out of harm's way. To do what's right, and especially to do what's right for someone she deeply cares for, and that's Subaru and Frederica. Even Rim, she cares somewhat for Rim just because they care for her. And by just, just by just association alone, she would feel guilty if she left Rim sleeping. But in the middle of this podcast, I want to ask you guys... I am looking for a co-host for the ReZero podcast, a permanent co-host. Two or three people, maybe, probably just one. I'm looking for one person, but up to two or three people to rotate in and out, and I need your help. So if you are interested in joining the ReZero podcast on a regular basis and becoming a full-fledged co-host someone who I can call upon regularly to join the show and talk about anything and not spoil stuff, (laughs) Um, please, please contact me on, well, in the comments below and as well message me at ctacticsyt on Twitter and at ctactics on Instagram. Your help will make this podcast better and plus, you know, That's how the ReZero podcast was started. It was started between me and Garfield. Garfield was just a a fan of my channel. He just liked my stuff, and he recommended I do the ReZero podcast. So you could have some everlasting, changing effect on the ReZero podcast if you want to be a part of it. But you got to message me, ctacticsyt on Twitter, at ctactics on Instagram, or you can simply just contact me down below in the YouTube comments, and we'll get something set up and we'll get on discord and talk about re:zero every week. So back to Petra, she's comparing the situation now to that of the forest in the in season 1 of the show or in the first couple arcs of uh, re:zero where she is attacked by the mob beast and is saved by Subaru. She's feeling those those same feelings, and that is one of the reasons why that she felt she could not leave Rem behind along with association with Subaru and Frederica. But she does make it to Rim's room, and you gotta question, you know, as she makes it there, how is she gonna escape with Rim? What is the point? You know? Like, what is the point to escape with Rim? Because she's just a 12-year-old girl. She physically can't escape with, with this woman that she's gonna have to, you know, carry. So... I think while Petra has really good intentions here, and she probably can't, you know, do anything to save Rim, I think at the same time, she probably should have left. I don't think she could have done anything anyways. So she's here. Big, boobied Elsa, aka Moe Elsa, aka Elsa, aka Elsa the Terminator, aka Satsuki the Savages, Waifu. He, she, oh god, oof. Sasuke would not be happy if Elsa was a trap all along. Or maybe he would. I'm not sure. Uh, But, Big Boobity Elsa, she has two targets, but there's one that's appended. And that would be Petra, Frederica, and of course, Biko. And Elsa, she's a charmer. Let me tell you, she's a little bit of a charmer. (laughs) Elsa says, Girls with futures. Always have beautiful entrails to Petra. And I'm like... At this point, I'm like... Man, can you just die already? As much as I love you, Elsa... As much as I think you're super badass... You're kind of a dick. And I don't like that you're threatening Petra's life. Because Petra is sweet and wholesome and adorable. And she doesn't deserve any of your hatred. Instead, why not saying... Instead of girls with beautiful with futures always have beautiful entrails... Why not say... Girls with futures are always nice to be friends with, so I'm going to be friends with you, Petra. And together we can stop slicing stomachs and weird having weird kinks and be really normal. But that's probably not going to happen. Uh, Frederica, though, makes the save when Elsa is like, I'm going to slice you up into multiple pieces and probably going to look at your guts afterwards and maybe use the image of that to get off later. Uh, but frederica's like eh, heh, my cestus is is too powerful for your kukuri uh, blades and elsa <laughs> calls frederica big which because frederica is so big which by the way by the way by the way new name for frederica big fred i've i've dubbed i, I am now dubbing frederica big fred and there's nothing anybody here can do about it. And I think we should we should all make Big Fred a thing. I think we should all, you know, collectively in this ReZero community we got going, we got to refer to Frederica as Big Fred. It's, it, it just makes sense. It just makes sense. But yeah, because Frederica is so big... Oh, I'm sorry. Because Big Freg... B- f- Fred, Because Big Fred is so big... This to Elsa means that she must have good guts. And I think at this point, I think Elsa just thinks everybody has good guts for one reason or another. It's like it's like old old people guts. It's like, "Oh, that's they're fine. They're aged. You know, Petra, well, you have a future, so they're good." I mean, <laughs> what's up with her? She's a little weird. Just saying. F- Big Fred though replies, your hobbies cannot be called tasteful. And I know this is like a translation thing, you know, where it's awkward, but oh my God, is that not the, the corniest line I've ever read in a translation? And it, it's so good. It's so good. This is like Evangelion levels of, I mustn't run away. I mustn't run away. Like this is a great line that I hope somebody reads this translation in the, when they're doing the dub for season two. And they go, well, we need to put this line in there. It's just too good. Or maybe bloopers or something like that. Like, your your hobbies cannot be called tasteful. It's such a great line, but terrible at the same time. So, after Elsa's fight with Reinhard, she says she's gotten stronger. And she doesn't mention Reinhardt by name. She just says that, I had a fight in the capital. And after that, since then, I've gotten much stronger. Which <laughs> Big Fred replies, how deranged... <laughs> i love i love what people i love what people have to say about elsa and their reactions to her because every time it's something along the lines of you're just a crazy ass bitch and it's amazing in fact i want that's what i want ram to call elsa at some point i want ram to go elsa you're a crazy ass bitch you know that and i want elsa just to go yeah yeah you're right and then just put down her kukuri blades, and everybody's good. Everybody's good. But once again, probably not gonna happen. So, Elsa makes mention of Petra. Elsa says, "Well, Petra's a she's a good girl." And Frederica says, "Yes, she's my pride." This is something I love about. As I switch over to my notepad here, to the to the to my second page of my three pages of notes for this chapter, um. I love Frederica and Petra's relationship. Petra really looks up to her. And Frederica takes so much pride in Petra and how she's turned out and all the work she's put into her. And really respects Petra, you, you know, on, on such a really deep level. And I love that. I love that about their relationship. That's something that is really cool about ReZero. And that they pay attention to people's dynamics. And Frederica and Petra have such a different dynamic than any of the other characters. like how Subaru and and Ram have such a different dynamic from Subaru and Rim. It's just... It almost seems like they're two different, you know, completely different, you know, relationships. You won't even think they would be related in any way. Like, it's one of those things. And that's what I love about Frederica and Petra. So the fight is underway. Frederica versus Elsa. Frederica swings, uh, her, swings her cestus. Elsa dodges though, and Frederica, with a counter, fires back with a kick to the gut. But Frederica, is is usually, in in this, she's saying to into her head that she's not proud of her lineage and how when it comes to fighting, uh, she she has this this inherited, thing from her li- lineage where she's like. She comes from, like, fighting creatures, I think is what she said. But for now, this is something she hates, but for now, she's very thankful for it, which, of course, he would be. But continuing on with the fight, Elsa, one-handed, mid-throwing this kick, it lands, and like, like, it's a spider. I mean, Frederica calls Elsa a spider in this. One-handed handstands on Fred's leg, and Elsa swings with the other hand her kukri blade, but... Frederica parries once again with the cestus. It gets lodged into the cestus. Then Frederica goes for another quick after letting Elsa down, but Elsa catches it, flips over all of the way over Frederica. As the other Kukri blade is lodged in Frederica's cestus, she pulls out another Kukri blade from her skirt and she goes for a swing and this sequence was incredible. I cannot wait for this to be animated just for Frederica or just for Elsa balancing on Frederica's leg with one arm like with a handstand? Oh, you got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. And while all of this is happening, Petra is running through the mansion. Petra, she's going around opening door-to-door. She's trying to find Biko. The pace is really picking up with this scene, and it's and it's really great. And at the end, she can't find Biko because she thinks that we need Biko. She's a mage user. We, we need her to, to... Much like the last confrontation between Biko and Frederica, Subaru, and, and Petra. I think Subaru was there, maybe. Maybe not. It's It's much like that confrontation... Petra needs Biko to to make a difference here. So Petra she gives up she can't do anything in this point and she just cries out for Subaru. It's kind of sad really just to see the state that Petra is in. you don't want to see her like that because she's such a bright uh, bright young uh, person who's you know who's usually very happy and to see her cry out for Subaru in this moment is kind of sad. And guess what Subaru is there to help. And she's surprised. She's absolutely surprised. And, you know, we talk about dynamics and relationships in Bree Zero and how Topay Nagatsuki he pays so much attention to his writing and so much attention to his characters' relationships and how they're so different. I see, I almost see Subaru and Petra having such a relationship that Petra has this crush on Subaru. But it's more of like maybe Subaru sees Petra as a family member. I don't want to say a daughter but maybe like a sister, maybe someone that Subaru really looks after and wants to care and nurture for. Um, and, and, you know, maybe that can at some point in the future evolve into some fatherly kind of feelings for Subaru or brotherly or sisterly or whatever. But I, but I, you know, I, at this point in, in the series, I almost expect any time Petra is in danger to Subaru just to be this, Almost, you know, family-like figure for Petra and to be there and to, you know, make sure that she's supported in the things that, you know, she's doing. But Subaru hasn't come along alone. (laughs) I can't speak words, man. The words are difficult sometimes. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm apologizing. I don't know why. Uh, It doesn't matter. (laughs) So Subaru is there to help, but he's brought Garfield along. Garfield! And oh my God, this next scene! So the reunion between siblings—something that we've been waiting for since Frederica and Garfield were both introduced at the beginning of this arc. <laughs> Garfield comes in and says to Elsa, "Oi, you're gonna be sitting there downside up for fucking ever, eh?" And I was like, "Oh my God, this—this this is what I wanted. This is." better than it could have ever turned out and he says <laughs> the captain says the best defense is a good offense <laughs> he then looks at frederico big fred and he says what you serious that's my sis he my sis make to be sports <laughs> i can't even do it Ain't my sis meant to be smaller, skinnier, with a softer-looking face? This ain't my sis. Small like my bro, eh? <laughs> Dude, it had me cracking up. As you can already tell. I'm sitting there. <laughs> God damn it. Oh. Oh. Recover, C-Tactics. You're, you're you're lightheaded. You're going to pass out from all the laughing. Big Fred is amazed at how much though Garfield's grown, but, uh, but, but he saved the same in the end in terms of his personality. And, and, uh, Garfield even says that, that when talking about Otto, he says like that guy never gets his payoff. And then he says, my good made bridge collapses on the usual. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's one of his idioms. He has one later. After pretty quick after this, where he's fighting Elsa and he uses his beastly arm, uh, who, which, which, uh, Elsa's, um, what is, what is her blade? Doesn't even pierce his arm. And he says, Krugen slays the enemy, even minus his arms. Who's Krugen? <laughs> okay, somebody needs to do lore on Krugen. We need we need Echidnut. Everyone, message Echidnut and say Mitch. Dude, you gotta get on these idioms. You got to. It's perfect. Um. So Big Fred scolds Garfield for how he speaks about grandmother, which I assume is about Ryuzu or Louise. That's that's what I would assume it to be. Frederica then tells Garfield not to use Rim as a replacement for Ram. When Garfield when Garfield looks at the sleeping Rim, he's like, "Wow, they look they look dissimilar, eh?" He looks so similar, they're, they're like the same person. And Frederica's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, it's not a replacement." And Garfield's like, "I'm not that scummy. I I, I would never do such a thing." Which which I which I agree. I think I think he would probably not like Rim that much cuz the the reason he likes Ram is because Ram's kind of a kind of an asshole. So like she's kind of a kind of a dick sometimes, and that's why Garfield likes her. She's also like, she could probably beat me up, and I think that's another reason. He could probably beat Garfield up in some instances. So I think that's why, why he likes her as well. He's like Spike Spiegel and Cowboy Bebop. He likes the kind of woman that can kick his ass, and and I am that kind of woman. As or I am that kind of woman. Oh my god, seat <laughs> C- tactics woman confirmed. Um, but, um, Frederica. Basically is told to leave by Garfield because Garfield believes that Frederica's is only going to hold uh, hold him back from this fight. And she's kind of frustrated because he, because this is their first interaction in 10 years. And the first thing he says is, you're going to hold me back, so go away. So, is what it is. I actually kind of wanted to see these two fight. Maybe we'll, we will see them fight together. I don't know. But uh, he basically tells her to go look for Petra, I believe, or, or Subaru or Biko or something. He, he, he goes tell her he, go, he goes to tell her to look for somebody. And as we continue by turning the page, we get to the very end here. And he says to, to Frederica, Big Fred, that if they do get serious, it's going to be a war zone. And they're going to get serious, my friends. So we're gonna get some Call of Duty Warzone in this this bitch. We're gonna we're gonna have a gulag battle. Like one of them is gonna die and they're gonna come back through the gulag, and they're gonna be using the uh, what was that was that gun that I ever. But that's the like the he's gonna be using the Bruin, uh, and it's gonna have like no recoil. And then f- f- like Elsa's gonna gun pack. She's gonna come back with a growl, and it's just it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be super crazy, um, but. He, he reassures Frederica by saying, like, hey, look, these are, the, these are the shields that we used from our childhood. I'm strong now. I can take care of this. Now, finally getting out of the sanctuary. This fight, for me, this fight is a celebration to finally get out. And that's how the chapter ends. And, oh, my lord. My lord, you guys. This. You. I'm so. I'm. I. Oh. Uh, uh. It sucks because I was spoiled on Garfield and, and Elsa's fight, so I, I know what's going to happen in this, but I'm not going to tell you guys, of course, because that's why would I tell you guys that? Um, by the way, don't put in the comments any spoilers for future chapters if you can. That w- I would greatly appreciate that. But man, if it, oh, Garfield and Elsa fighting. You have Garfield, who is insanely powerful, and you have Elsa, who's an, un- an unstoppable Terminator woman who likes the look of guts. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. This is going to be a fight to see. This is going to be... this. You're going to order this on Sunday night on pay-per-view, my friends. <laughs> this is going to be a great fight. So... I love this chapter, but once again, I have to remind you guys, if you want to be a part of the ReZero podcast, if you want to be a permanent co-host or someone that I call upon when I can say a permanent co-host miss a day and I can call on you, then please, please message me here. Put in the comments below that that you want to take a look at that Uh, message me on Twitter at C tactics, YT and Instagram at C tactics and ask me about it, and I will consider your applications. So, with that being said, thanks everybody for watching the ReZero Podcast. If you haven't already, go check out and check check some merch down below. We got some merch going on. uh, Some merch stuff. Uh, Recently, I lowered all the prices like, significantly. A permanent discount. So, if you haven't already, go pick up a King of Anime podcast shirt. Or if you want to support... Because the King of Anime podcast shirt supports all my King of Anime podcast co-hosts. But if you wanted to just support me, buy one of my Mr. Kitty shirts. It's just a picture of my cat on a shirt. And he's adorable. And I think it's hilarious that I have a picture... Or have a I have a shirt that I sell to people with a, with a picture of my cat on it. So, if that's something you're interested in, definitely. If you have any other suggestions, I will definitely sell some other merch if you guys have any anything going on there, but thanks everybody for watching. (laughs) Forgot to promote my Patreon page. Everything is in the the description below. Check it out. Thanks everybody for watching. I'll see you guys next week with a special guest on the ReZero podcast. You don't want to miss it. See you guys later. Bye-bye.